Welcome to the Shift Spotlight Podcast. I'm Winter, your host and co-founder of the Shift Spot. We are a CEO coaching and peer advisory community of fellow business owners who are passionate about making radical shifts in their businesses and their lives. We are business transformational experts that help business owners and CEOs shift from working in the business to working on the business. My partner, Ken Paskins, and I have a combined 55 years of experience as an accomplished CEO, COO, executive coach, skill sets in sales and marketing, public relations, and peak performance for successful CEOs looking to scale their business with ease. We say here at the Shift Spot, shift happens, we can help. And we believe our support will help you design your business to give you the freedom and balance you deserve. Also, the Shift Spotlight is always looking for podcast guests. So go to theshiftspot.com and click on podcasts. We'd love to have you. Hey, everybody, it's Winter with the Shift Spotlight. And today we're here with Carlos Frank Rodriguez, and he can be found at the parachutegroup.co. Welcome to the show, Carlos. Thank you for having me, Winter. All right. So I like to start off with a little bit of fun every once in a while. Can you tell us one interesting fact about you that not many people know? Uh, let's see. I had to pick one. Uh, interesting is, is leading. I would say I am part of the neurodivergent community. Okay. So explain that. So that would be, um, I recently found out within the last five years that uh, I have ADHD and mm -hmm. I've like that late stage diagnosis at first didn't make sense, but it allowed me to understand um, some of the trials and tribulations that I've had through life. Um, I'm also a veteran, and and initially after my service, which was a really rough transition, um, I had a fall, went through some, as many of us do, uh, some turbulent times, and would get diagnosed with PTSD, which is just an ugly acronym that is not understood. Uh, neither are veterans, as I've come to find out, but it was the ADHD that yeah. allowed me to understand um, how I can be so excellent in some areas and it just who is that in, in others. So right. it's, it's it's been a journey of, of learning and we connected on LinkedIn and, and that's the only social media platform I really operate on, but it's just been a profound uh, understanding and impact on my life. Well, I do want to take a moment and thank you very, very much for your service. Um, I know that that your background and your history has a lot to do with what you're doing today. And so how does your background and your service parlay into what you're actually doing today? Yeah, my background is in data systems, deploying and, and designing uh, digital uh, infrastructure around the world um, mm -hmm. as technology advanced, not only have we seen it change how uh, society and businesses operate, but we saw it change firsthand uh, how it changed war. And and so I'm also, you know, having deployed uh, four times to Iraq and Afghanistan, I saw how, how my background in installing towers, installing real-time communication, this old, you know, they say the military is always about a decade ahead of industry and industry is about a decade ahead of uh, government and tech. So a lot of this stuff, um, we get to see in advance and play with it. So I say, you know, connecting 
small specialized units through data was was my specialty, providing real time communication, and and that has parlayed into my business as you know face value. We're just an IT managed service company, but mm-hmm. um, with post COVID AI real-time analytics, decentralizing the technology. We are focused on empowering small businesses in rural communities, which have historically been left behind. That's funny you say that because that's actually what we do at the Shift Spot is all about helping small businesses because a lot of the people who need help in running a company, uh, they can't afford the big guns. They can't afford the you know high-level consulting firms that are out there. So um, oh, we get that. Our heart is in, is in service for those small businesses as well. And especially in this day and age when so very few of the small businesses out there are making it. Um, you know, you said that. Well, so let me ask you this before I move into that question. What has been the hardest part about running your business? So you're, you're the CEO, you're the founder. Um, and I think we all start out with this really great idea And then all of a sudden, we're wearing a bunch of hats that we didn't know we were going to wear. So for you, what's been the hardest part about running your business? Great question. So I was in the military from and the intelligence community from 2002 to 2015. And when I transitioned out, you know, I looked great on paper and and I transitioned into, you know, high paying corporate job. And then I, you know, was forced to take a knee and, and deal with some uh, mental health issues going on. You know, I would get diagnosed with uh, PTSD and uh, some other acronyms as, as, you know, it was a rough transition out of the military. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think when I started a business, it was on accident, right? I had taken some time off to just figure out myself. And I had a neighbor who was a small business owner and he felt like you said, he was paying too much uh, to get a, I think it was a CRM or an inventory system installed. And he asked if I could just come look at it. And that's when I realized that they were just blatantly taken advantage of, of my friend. Wow. So we removed that small business. I came in and um, installed it. And for me at the time, it was just fun. And yeah. so that's when I realized that- um, the Distraction even. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Like, was... oh, let me just distract myself a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So I would say that was my first um, interaction into- I can use my technical skill sets and do something good. And so uh, I started a business. I had all this great plan and, you know, everything was going to be great. And then um, all of the things that you don't realize that come with being everything when you're a small business uh, came in. So I can say, you know, having gone to war, having spent, you know, a lot of time in uh, some, I would say, high pressure environments, starting a business was the hardest thing and has been the hardest thing I've ever done. And I feel it's only through mentorship, um, embracing what you don't know and a willingness to learn. And we started in 2019, right? And, you know, we're finally getting ready to scale up and, and, and enter phase two in 2024. So it has been a journey of it's not for everybody. I'll say that, but it also has its rewarding moments in, in periods like this where you can. Yeah. It's, it's not for the faint like of heart. Words. Yeah. Right. It's not for the faint of heart. And for you to say that between war and starting a company, starting a company has been harder. Um, man, that like really just hits me because yeah, I, I get it, but I don't, I can't relate to the war side. I can't relate to being in the military like you. So 
I know like what you can relate to is high stress, high pressure environments and having a need to put a team around you. When I started this small business, I didn't have that team. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't have kind of the pressure testing, the strategy. There were so many, not even known unknowns, just unknowns where like, you know, oh, today I got to find out about corporate structuring. Yeah. (laughs) So where, and all I really wanted to do was support small businesses with their data systems, right? And then allow them to integrate technology, talent, and, uh, you know, and, and so that's where I say just the relentless amount of unknowns that that come at you, you got to have a strong mindset. And so in many cases, I say business and battle, um, one tends to have one more honor than the other. That's a, that's a perfect name for our company, business and battle. <laughs> um, so, okay. So do you have a leadership team currently or do you just have staff? So that's a good, good question. I've had a, uh, a series of advisors that have been around me since um, since this this formed. So we're going mm-hmm. through right now as we scale into phase two, bringing on a leadership team, bringing on a president, some you know directors, and um, so they have been around supporting. Um, I couldn't have done it without them, but now they're starting to integrate in as we speak up. So we should have our fully staffed leadership team in place by the end of Q1. Gotcha. Okay, I've heard you say um, several times on this this discussion, scale, 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 scale. What does that mean to you? What does scaling mean to you? It means um, my background as kind of a, a strategist and you know project manager, and, and I've really embraced um, the essence of strategy. It is, you know, when I first came up with this concept in the beginning, I was excited about it and I shared it with a lot of people that have stood by me throughout and have been in my corner, advisors, what have you, and it had nothing to do with risk. And so I say it's it's in the beginning, scale is going out and getting as much information about what you intend to do um, using the least amount of resources. Mm-hmm. So it has been me um, kind of really, you know, this has been my full-time focus for five years. And when I needed to scale up to go take on, you know, to, to run out of a pilot or something, we would bring on contractors. But it means to, you know, we have defined goals and growth objectives of where we want to be in two years, three years, even to getting here where we have the so opportunity. So give us, give us one or two of them. Give us one or two of your growth objectives. Right. So uh, all of this year was spent developing a, a Department of Labor approved a registered apprenticeship program. Mm-hmm. And I myself am a third generation apprentice. You know, my father and grandfather were bricklayers. And out of high school, <laughs> I remember, in, excuse me. 11th grade, my father telling me, you should probably go to college, but I think you're going to need better grades. If that don't work out, you know, join a union. And so that's what I did right out of high school. I joined the sheet metals union out here in uh, Colorado. And um, after four years, I realized that it gets cold in the winter, Mm. you know, here in Colorado. So I wanted to go to college. And so um, I, I say all that to say, because that was 25 years ago. So 25 years ago, I was an apprentice. 25 years later, we have an IT apprentice company approved mm-hmm. by the Department of Labor, approved by the Veteran Affairs. And my mission is to reskill 120 veterans to support 75 small businesses by 2028. So that's a that's a huge kind of a, a shift from what you've done in the past. I mean, that's a pretty impressive goal. Where do you think 
um, the drive behind that is coming from. I think that drive comes from character. And so mm -hmm. I could say I was brought up in, you know, second of six, my older brother would also join uh, the Marines as a, a Navy doc or the Navy as a, a Navy doc. And I think we always had, I've always had this uh, kind of tenacity and, and drive to punch above my weight class, if you will. Um, I think it was voracious readers surrounding myself with uh, mentors, but to, you know, some of the things that I've realized about myself as I've gone through the journey of embracing uh, PTSD post-military transition and, and more recently um, ADHD um, has allowed me to understand why I can be so focused and fixated on reaching an objective, but I was doing it in an unhealthy way. Mm. And so, I mean, that's another community. So I would say, yeah, the drive has just been um, fear of failure. Yeah. You know, um, you know what fear stands for, right? It's uh, forget everything and run or face everything <laughs> and rise. Yes, yes. And I think, you know, um, I can say we shared, we talked a little bit uh, on paper, you know, as I was transitioning out of the military, I thought I had checked all of the boxes that I needed to have a successful post-military career. Went through the education. I felt I picked up the right assignments had the right letters of recommendations. What I did not take into an account was the mental health side of it and how mm. such a radical transition would, would impact me. And so, you know, I had some, some, and I say this and, and I am very vocal about my experience because so many veterans relate, but beyond yeah. that is we've got to get to a place where veterans and society can integrate and understand what we did as a nation at war for 20 years, right? And, right. and how, you know, we're, we're seeing it happen, you know, around the world. And so I'm vocal about, you know, I had some issues with alcohol. I had some mm -hmm. issues where I didn't want to keep going forward. And right. I had to re-embrace um, at, see, I'm 44 now, at uh, 35, 36, uh, starting over. And yep. so it's just been, the, I fell. A lot of people believed in me, stood by me are still standing by me. And I think it's, uh, my story is so relatable to, to veterans and non-veterans. I agree. I agree. It's, um, and I love how just authentic you are in talking about it. And, and, you know, a lot of times I think people try to put out their best foot. And I, I, I did a presentation today for, for a bunch of um, agents who are struggling in, in business right now. And I was going through and telling them about my year and how I had a surgery this year. And everybody was kind of shocked. And I'm like, look, all you see on Facebook is the good and the happy. And, the you know, I got married this year and blah, blah, blah. But really what's going on is, you know, I got all these other things too. And I, I love how you're just able to put it out there and be real because, you know, we're all going through something at some level and everybody's challenges are their own and unique and different. But this show is all about helping CEOs, meeting them where they are. If if we can give one tip to get somebody further ahead without having to do one of the mistakes we did, then my job here is done. So you talk about scaling, you talk about drive, you talk about, you know, a lot of things of where you're headed and what you're doing, but what are you going to do in the next six to 12 months to make your life easier? What are you going to take off your plate so you don't 
keep piling things on? Good question. Um, and and the most important thing in my life right now is is sleep. And, <laughs> yeah, um, I hear I've that. Got a great kind of team, you know, working with the VA and some of the, you know, I've got a great team around me, at, you know, from a cognitive perspective and embracing this newness of what is, you know, kind of neurodivergent, you know, and, and ADHD and all of those kind of these acronyms. And so uh, what I say in some places, you know, for people that know that about the parachute group and, 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 but they don't know maybe the details that only recently I've started to share is that as I am looking to create a, a company that caters towards uh, reskilling veterans, and, and a lot of these, I don't care what your background is, how hard you fell, come to us, um, and, and reskilling as a kind of a beacon of, of light and hope to the neurodivergent community, I would like to think that at some point we're going to run out of veterans, um, is that I knew I had to bring in a strong leadership team and a diversified leader team, leadership team to create these learning and work environments where people can come here, uh, they can be candid and vocal in what they're going through, but we're still a business. We're not a nonprofit. We're going to stay competitive um, with, with, as we see kind of the economy changing. And so it's really as my job as founder and um, kind of visionary of this company, I had to make sure I had the right butts in the right seats. And I yeah. think that's the exciting part is the delegation of duties to where I'm not everything I say from the janitor to the, you know, uh, making the final signatures. It's making yep. sure that as we do scale up and back to your point on scale, um, it's, it's, there's going to be kind of defined parameters. And I think that is what the military is good at. That is what I was very, you know, kind of trained in and, and um, was able to see happen with success. Mm -hmm. And so as, mm -hmm. as, but, you know, managed service companies, IT managed service companies, that's, you know, post COVID, everybody wants to be remote and add AI and all of that stuff. It's, uh, you know, and, and we could be very good at that. I decided to make it more complicated and focus mm -hmm. on working with small businesses and uh, rural communities, because I know we could do it. But that comes with a lot of trust, creating trust and hearts and minds. And so it's, um, you know, some complexities, some known unknowns. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's being a, a CEO and a founder. Um, so where do you see yourself investing resources for growth over the next year? Creating. Uh, so initially, I just wanted to, again, be the IT managed service company. And, and you know, I had no thought on with respect to scale, how big we can go. Mm -hmm. um, as I started looking at why, you know, the there's, you know, tech consultants or, or, or you know, tech workers, you know, they make a lot of money and, and they're really focused, though, on medium and big businesses. And how can it be medium, big, big businesses are experiencing so much growth, but small businesses in America and, and underrepresented businesses in America and rural communities are still left in the Stone Ages. And yeah. so as I spent, you know, what I say phase one was from 2020 or 2018 to 2023, figuring out this, this problem, meeting with small business owners. Um, and I realized it wasn't a technical problem. It was an access problem. And so mm -hmm. we really had to engineer, how could I uh, invest upfront resources, uh, say for the first three years to get all of these businesses up to where I know they can be. 
And mm-hmm. so it was developing the talent pipeline. And mm-hmm. so I spent all of this year, you know, and as a third year apprentice, you know, 25 years later, I'm, I'm an apprentice again. It was <laughs> uh, creating um, a talent pipeline um, of apprentices. And, and right now we're focused on reskilling veterans. We will get away from that. And I say that is where, you know, as we're entering to phase two, phase two is, you know, building out to these growth objectives, but making sure that our scalability, you know, as, and we operate as the apprentice, you know, company and the ownership are the apprentice and the employer. So uh, we're reskilling our techs. The first uh, cohort of, of technicians that uh, apprentice technicians that we're going to launch, it's going to be 10. Uh, it's a year long program uh, and we're creating IT project managers. And so it's a year-long program, 200 classroom hours that also covers areas of mental health, resiliency, what is digital equity, um, and 2,000 hours of on-the-job training. And so I'm really using, uh, yeah, veterans to create, you know, kind of the next four years is taking my vision, which has been just me, expanding to a leadership team and creating a, a culture and a foundation that in, you know, if if the vision, my vision is to create a path from apprenticeship to employee ownership. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely on to something here. And um, I am going to be in your corner cheering your success along the way. If somebody wanted to reach you, what would be the best way for them to get a hold of you? We're going through a uh, social media and, and marketing upgrade as we speak right now. So I say right now on LinkedIn. Find me on LinkedIn. Um, our website, I believe, is still up, but that's also going through a, an update. Um, I say, yeah, reach out to me on on LinkedIn. Um, either myself or Parachute Group has a page there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd say that's that's for right now the best the best place. Or email. I think jump at parachutegroup.co is our. Um, you know, if, if you're an investor or you're someone that wants to um, be part of this program, um, or you want to go through our apprenticeship program and you want to. Uh, learn, you know, advanced tech. We have a great network of people that have been supporting us. And and I say, you know, the scale is going to come, you know, the success factor is, is put in the work of people around this program and plan. Yeah. I mean, it, it is, it's, I always say that if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. You know, the, the, the best thing you can do is surround yourself around a whole bunch of people who know a lot more than you, um, cause you'll get where you want to go a lot faster. So awesome. Right. Well, I love this. I appreciate this so much. Again, the website is parachutegroup.co. Thanks so much for being with us today, Carlos. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Winter here. Thank you so much for listening to the shift spotlight podcast. If you are a business owner, CEO, founder, or co-founder of a service-based business with 11 to 100 employees and have zero to nine years of experience seeking recognition for your exceptional expertise while gaining exposure through our remarkable network, well, we are actively searching for podcast guests who can bring their inspiring stories to light, to the spotlight, and we would love to showcase your journey. Please visit theshiftspot.com forward slash podcast to apply today. And if you are a listener, I'd love to give a shout out to your business, to our whole audience for free. All you have to do is leave a review on Apple Podcasts or follow our newsletter on LinkedIn by searching The Shift Spot through LinkedIn. 
I'd love to just even have you pop by and say hello, because I'd love to meet you. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot, truly, to me and my team. We believe every person has a message that can positively impact the world. And we love our community who listens and shares our program. Together, we are empowering one another as shift leaders. Hit subscribe to be inspired and motivated. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you and your growing business. We will see you next time.